Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My my name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. Hooray. Hooray, we're, we're all, all here. We're here, look at him. There Example. he is down there. On If you're listening to the audio version, you may notice that Peter's audio quality is different from ours. Yeah. And that's because Peter is still in his pre-wedding COVID bubble. But you're, you'll be getting married about now, actually, when the yeah. podcast releases. I'm getting married today. What time does the podcast go out? 11. 11 a.m. now, so okay. a little later. I'm not yet married. If you're listening to the podcast immediately, you've got a couple more hours with which to rush to the church and say, stop yes. the wedding. <laughs> he shall mine. be my tiny husband. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a very exciting time. But because of that, uh, Peter is still at home, which is probably given the weather not a great place to be right now uh but he is safe from covid the logies in the office um, yeah so you know he's 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 safe he's there safe. In the screen. if you are listening just on the audio version of the podcast you will not be aware that i am currently in a laptop on the screen in the video version we've yes. got and I'm, peter in picture yes i'm really having to remember not to look at my monitor which has i'm so used to looking down the actual gh5 camera or gh4 mm. but i have to look over there to my monitor to do that but no i must not actually look at the camera i'm supposed to look at normally no. i have to look at my webcam my yes. orange webcam you do have instead. to look at the webcam that's yeah. that's how yeah. this works um Hey, by the way, we're sponsored each and every week uh, by a very real video game adjacent sponsor. It helps us keep the lights on here. It helps mm. us keep Peter in his little bubble there. Um, I have the ad read for this week. Do you? Yeah, okay. I do. I actually do, yes. Uh, this week, we are sponsored by this amazing T-shirt that I'm wearing right now. Wow. Oh, excellent. Look at it. It's a Kiss Me, I'm Barbara shirt. Uh, people, Some people you asked for it. them. You asked you, for it You a did lot. ask for it. Here so it is. So you'd better bloody buy it. It's only available for two weeks until the 3rd of August. And if you go to triplejumpshop.com, you'll be able to find it. Uh, but once the two weeks is up, it's gone forever. Mm. So... Make sure you get it now or on payday. We made sure to re to, to release it over payday that two weeks so nobody's got any excuses at all. Are we going to get yeah. one? No. Oh. Unless you want to buy one. Okay, well. Payday's coming payday's up, Ashton. Payday's coming up, Ashton. No excuses. You asked save, for it. I've got to save some money for uh, refreshments at Peter's wedding. So you refreshments, yes. <laughs> 
today. The, ma- the wedding today. Today, today. Uh, so we're sponsored by the uh, Kiss Me and Barbara shirt, which is available now at triplejumpshop.com for two weeks only. Uh, additionally, we're also sponsored by our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump where for as little as one dollar per month you can submit questions to this podcast there's loads of other tiers available as well go and check it out uh now before we get into the first question from one of our wonderful patrons yeah it's become something of a tradition this year to reveal something of a little birthday gift when it is one of our birthdays uh, uh ashton is some somewhat aware of what her birthday gift is because it's your birthday next week yes but you're going on holiday on thursday of of this week yes. at the time of recording tomorrow so you will not be around so this is the closest it's podcast one, exactly one week before my birthday okay when you say she's somewhat aware how much does she know ashton knows exactly what it is but she doesn't <laughs> oh, really she's, she's not heard it she doesn't know no she's not she's not aware of how did you know what it was uh, How's that come out? Ben told me. <laughs> yeah, this was a okay. while ago, to be fair. So this has right. been cooking for this is this has been in the works for like two, two and a half months yeah, now. For yeah, a long time. Uh and I think you need to take a moment, Ashton, to explain what a James Chapesky is. Yeah. So basically one day I was scrolling through TikTok and I found this guy who released a song called Fairy in the Night. And it was a really eye-opening experience for me, and I have since become obsessed with him. Um, he he's Canadian, and I want to preface this by saying that we're not bullying him because I, I don't want people to think that we are. I actually genuinely really like him, um, so I'm really ex- <laughs> so I'm really excited. But I was like, I found this, his website and his YouTube channel and stuff, and I was sending it in the group chat being like, oh, look, look at this guy. Isn't he fun? Yeah. And uh, Ben was like, he, he, like, you can ask him to write you a song. No, you can't. No, you can't. He but has his an email, email address. address. <laughs> and I thought, you absolutely can ask him to write a song. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, wow, wouldn't that be funny? And I reached out, and for, a, for an incredibly reasonable price, uh, James Chapesky did write a song for Ashton for yeah. her birthday. Uh, a number of us contributed, including Peter, uh, and I yeah. will I'll I'll call out the names in a minute because I've got them in a different Slack window. But okay. there's also a video accompaniment okay. uh, made by Kieran. Okay. Kieran. He did say he was he said to me on Sunday he was gonna work all day and then go home on Monday and work on the video. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God. So this is hopefully I've spoken to Kieran who edits the podcast and he knows what he's got to do now for both the audio and the video version, which is, I think, insert the video with us reacting to it over the top I or just the audio. We're going to watch it on my phone. Oh, my God. Um, and then people at right. home will have the highest quality version. Peter, have you got the video got ready for you to press play? <sighs> yeah. Uh, hang on. Kieran sent it to me this morning. Yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah, I'm at zero zero. Ready no one's to ever go. written a song about me before. Okay, well, you know, it's a James Chapesky song, so it's kind of about you, but so also good. sort of about fairies. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, uh, esoteric. Okay. Um, right, I'm going to give you the phone. Okay. Um, can you count down from three to one so Peter knows when to press play? Of course I can. Three, two, one, go. A long intro, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, 
I can see when I'm ready to stream That gaming can take me away I'm not driving the car or fighting that creature of the night like a dream Take me away, I'm in a fantasy stream In the game that is so extreme Racing my mind, Ashton streams He said my name He said your name This sounds very much like his most recent song. It does. Maybe this is where he got his inspiration for his most recent song. You know, he really does churn out those songs. He does. Fair. Oh, the synth. Oh, my God. It's so good. So that song is... Oh, my God, it's so good. That he song said my is name. all yours. Um, you, I uh, didn't get him to sign anything, but I'm fairly sure you just sort of own you. the rights to it now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He wrote it for, for me. <laughs> he did write it for you uh, and yeah. money. And yeah. uh, there's, there's, so there's an audio version and a video version. Mm. The video version is obviously intended to roll before your streams. Oh, my God. So now you have a little video to play before every single one of your streams. Oh, my God. I literally... Yeah, I don't. I'm going to have to make one. Yeah. Well, do you want me to forward James's, <laughs> to yeah. James's email? I love that. It sounds exactly like it's exactly the same tune as his most recent song. Yeah, we were watching that on Sunday, and Ben was like, "Hmm, this sounds very familiar." Yeah, um, <laughs> but that's okay because mm. you know he he has a style, and it's I can't believe he wrote me a song. <laughs> he said your name, he, he did, did, he did, and like, oh, Kieran did a great job with the video as well. He yeah. did. Absolutely. So happy birthday, Ashton. Thanks, guys. Uh, from Peter, Alex, Fraser, Kieran, James, and myself. <laughs> Thank uh, we you. all contributed uh, wow. to make sure that 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 was that could happen for you for wow. your birthday. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Uh, you're welcome. Hope you have, Hope a, you have day. Yeah, fantastic time <laughs> not listening to your James Chapman. I will be song. listening to it. I need you to send me it so I can listen to it on repeat on my birthday. Sure. Answer, over when over we again. when we get back so to So that is your alarm desk. tone. Ah, oh, could oh do. It's really Baby, I'm ready to stream. <laughs> so not only oh. are we celebrating the week of Peter's wedding, uh, we are also celebrating Ashton Matthews' birthday Thank too. Thank you guys uh, so This much. is the last time we'll all be together doing a podcast for a couple of weeks because mm. you guys are away together. doing your, your honeymoon plops and birthday plops, yeah. uh, respectively. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to have a good one today. Uh, thank you for, for listening so far. It's time for question one, Peter. It is. This is from Pope McGee, his papal highness, who yes. says, Salutations, Bap. I trust you are keeping cool in the heat wave, question no. mark. No. Thankfully, time of recording, it's cooled down a bit now. Mm. Jesus. Tuesday. Remember, remember to use a high SPF and stay hydrated. Uh, but I digress. Which games would you most like to see added to the PS Plus Classics? I'm hoping for Silent Hill with trophy support, ideally. Thanks for the stellar content. You are cool and fun and nice. Yeah. Pope McGee. Thanks, peace, Pope peace. McGee. Thank you, Pope. Thank peace, you, Pope peace. McGee. Um, so there are a bunch here that kind of, you know, almost go without saying there's, there's your, your Spyros and your Crashes, which are, I would call PS, you know, PlayStation classics, PS1 classics. Mm. But I thought, do you know what? I'm going to keep it simple. I'm, I'm not even going to fantasize. But there are a whole bunch of like actual Sony owned properties that aren't on there. And I don't understand why that's the case. I understand <laughs> mm. why. Crash and Spyro, for example, aren't on there. Number one, they're owned by Activision. And number two, 
Activision are probably still making a reasonable amount of money from sales of those games every now and then, so mm-hmm. they probably don't want to put them on there for free. But why haven't Sony included the Sly Cooper IP franchise series? I I must I wrote so I wrote these down, and then I quickly checked that they weren't on there, and I just found some. <laughs> article on the arse end of the internet and control f on this list of games i did the so, exact um, same yeah, thing yeah same here <laughs> yeah there's so no as far convenient as way to browse on the on sony's website yeah, that i, I could find to, to see which ones were in there uh so as far as i'm aware none of these are on having control f but correct me if i'm wrong in the comments or whatever but sly cooper's not on there that's owned by sony medieval isn't on there i know they just made a remake but they could put the Medieval 2, the PS1 game, if they want, on there. Or put their remake on there. I can't imagine that's selling very much. Uh, Resistance. Only Resistance 3 is on there, yeah. right? Mm. And it's streaming only as well. Yeah, and I'd really like to play it. It looks really good. and I've never never had the chance. And Twisted Metal as well. That is literally a PlayStation Classic franchise. They're trying to make a, a movie, aren't they? Like a Netflix movie or show yeah. or something. Mm. Stick it on there. Um the only other one I've got that's not actually owned by Sony, but ought to be on there, given another game that is on there already, is Tekken 3, which I think most people argue is not just the best Tekken, but still one of the best fighting games of all time, If you certainly if you account for its age. So why is Tekken 2 on there and Tekken 3 isn't? Namco, Sony, what are you doing? <laughs> so that's just literally mostly a list of stuff that Sony as far as I'm aware, have every right, literally every legal right to stick on there and they haven't done. Don't know why. Stupid, isn't mm. it? I mm. assume in part, obviously outside of the licensing stuff that you talked about, there's also an element of not wanting to put it all on, in on one go, sort of like uh, maybe save Twisted Metal until the Twisted Metal TV show slash yeah, movie or whatever it is. But it's still, you're right, it's still absolutely insane mm. that a lot of mm. these games are not on there yet. Um, two months in. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and with no sign in. of being like, we're adding more classics. They're like, we're adding no. some more, you know, like new games mm. that are coming out for extra people. But... Uh, could we get another PSP game, maybe? I say we, I'm not subscribed, but still. <laughs> could they? Could get... we, the royal we, get it, if you wouldn't mind? Yeah. What about you, Ashton? Um, well, I don't really have that many PlayStation Classic games that I would like, but uh, I thought it would be nice to see Deus Ex on there. Mm. Um, obviously, there's quite a few Deus Ex games, and I always hear lots of good things about them, so maybe this could have been my opportunity to try them. I'm pretty sure my boyfriend has them on Steam, but that's not the point. Um, it would have been my opportunity to try them. But the main thing that I would like from PlayStation Plus Classics and PlayStation Plus in general is a better UI. God, right. I hate it. Mm. You can't sort like very easily by anything. You're looking for a co-op game. Sorry, you're just going to have to hope the one you pick is a co-op game and yeah. just scroll through the 700 games that are on there. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. I hate it. It's never been good, the PlayStation Plus collection, sorting through it. I'm the same with PlayStation now. It's always been difficult. And I thought, maybe, just maybe, they'll make it easier for everyone. They haven't. So yeah. I, would, I would like you to add Deus Ex, and then while you're doing that and adding all of Peter's games, fix the UI. Just while you're in there. If you, while you're in there, you're just, in there just, just add a sort by local multiplayer or sort by PlayStation 1 games. Or just make it easy to find the different categories of games. Mm. Like as as we have all just said, that finding the classic portion of the 
Uh, it's premium, isn't it? The yeah. classic games are with. Um, well, there's PlayStation. So hard. They have to like. There's like the list, and then you go down, and there's like a couple of boxes that's like PlayStation Collection, PlayStation Classics, PS One game, and then it's like well, they're all kind of flowing over into each other. So, mm. but yeah, mm. it's definitely not very good UI. But they get out Deus Ex, and then they get to fix it. Yeah, just That'd to sort it out. Thanks. Uh, when I heard, when whenever I hear PlayStation Plus classics, I always just think of the PlayStation classics that they did on PS3 and PSP and Vita and stuff, yeah. uh, which were like seven to nine pounds. And they didn't have any bells and whistles on them. They literally just emulated them and you could just play these games. Yeah. Uh, so I've just brought some PlayStation 1 games, but I know that a couple of these already exist kind of like Spyro and Crash elsewhere they've they've you know they've remade them and why would you want to play the original when you could play the new version so and i get that me. but also if i could play the original crash team racing with trophies that would be fun mm. i think uh, metal yeah. gear solid is a big one that's missing add some trophies to that and that would do very well yeah. i imagine uh tony hawk's pro skater 2 i don't give a flying Flip about how complicated it is to get the music right. Just dump that ROM, <laughs> dump it, dump that ROM right now, and put some trophies in it. Uh, additionally, I think it would be a great opportunity. Uh, trophies, at least, are a big motivator for me. Mm. And uh, Final Fantasy VI, I hear no end of good things about that. And at, at some point in my lifetime, I will play it. But if they release the PlayStation, uh, a PlayStation Classics version of it. With quality of life tweaks and, uh, you know, trophy support, that would be a big motivator, as would finally getting through Vagrant Story, which is another big uh, Squaresoft RPG for the, for yeah. the PS1 that I've played like maybe seven or eight hours of over a oh, decade ago. Yeah, because it was a PlayStation classic and I did mm. buy it, but I never finished it. And if there was trophy support, I might actually go back in and do it. Uh, I've heard very good things about that. Some people say it's one of, the, it's like, it's quite often listed, I think, as like top three, top five PS1 games of all time. Um, yeah. I see it a lot in sort of top 10 lists of just the best PS1 games. Mm. Personally, I don't think it compares to Squaresoft's right. Final Fantasy offerings on PS1, but it is very good. And I and I do think it's an important, you know, an important game that I would like to play. And I have mm. sadly not played it. So, uh, but th those are a few, those are a few ideas, mm. I think, you know, the, if... I'm still waiting for something to come on that makes me think maybe I should subscribe. Yeah. Because I think they've done, one thing they've done a really good job of that I'm seeing a lot of people reporting on and posting about and stuff is that when they've added stuff that's on, that's part of the collection or part of a subscription to their basket and have gone to pay for it, a pop-up has, has appeared that said, hey, by the way, you're already a PlayStation Plus Essential subscriber. If you just paid seven pounds mm. you could upgrade for the remainder of your i don't know three months or whatever and you would get all these games as part of it and you wouldn't right. need to spend the 20 pounds you were going to spend on these games which i think is a, a genius tactic because that would probably work on me if i just yeah. wanted to if i didn't mm. want to own the game permanently and i just wanted to play it and it was on sale or whatever mm. that would that would really work for me but currently nothing there's nothing there that really is making me want to do it Mm. Uh, there's a seven day trial if you want to just play stray <laughs> you know you're not going to need seven days to finish it probably no. so uh, yeah it's it's interesting I don't know I, I know one person who has it your your boyfriend has it doesn't Ben he? has it yeah he, uh, so that's two people and uh, I just use his right it's really easy 
I'd, he's just his PlayStation. His PlayStation is my primary one, and my PlayStation's his primary one. Mm. So I can just download things on his account and then play them on my PlayStation. Perfect. Bless up. Thanks, Sony. Bless. <laughs> How many people do you know that have uh, have an active subscription, Peter, above essential? Um, I'm not sure I know anyone who does. Although, admittedly, a lot of my friends outside of work aren't. I, there aren't really many, if any, PlayStation players. There are a lot of I know a lot of PC players mm-hmm. uh, who some of them have Game Pass, some of them have uh, you know use Steam, but I'm not. I can't think of anyone really who I know who has um, a subscription to Plus. No, I only know Ben. I don't know anyone else yeah. who's. I don't think anyone else in the office has. Or to upgraded. premium, I should say. And that's yeah. not not to suggest that it's uh, it's a failure or anything like that. But I'm just genuinely curious. I'm not. I do not know many people who have subscribed uh, above essential, but surely people are doing it because I'm seeing people post about it. So Mm. uh, yeah, fingers crossed some, some of those bigger games get added and then uh, maybe they would have me if they did that, you know, I'm such a fan of the PS one. If they added even just half the games we've mentioned today, I would Mm. definitely, you know, at least get a couple of months to play through some classic PS one games easily without having to faff around with an emulator, just sit on my sofa and play them. That's all they need to do, and they can yeah. have my money. Like, yeah. you know, not asking so. for much, and also fix that UI. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, Why browse by console, please. That would yeah, be lovely. That'd be Thank great. you. Thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, it's time to do a section that uh, we actually have done before, oh. but uh, it's sort of a visual thing. And Peter, while we can see him, he can't see us. So I'm going to allow Peter to introduce this bit because um, it's it's fresh for him because he can't actually see what we're doing. Oh, hello, Ashton. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hang on, no, you're breaking uh, the <laughs> uh, It's called What We Play In. Oh. It's What We Play In time. Time to talk about what we've been playing. Peter, what have you been playing? Ben, I'm getting married today. Yes, you are. You are. No excuses, right though. <laughs> what are you playing <laughs> in the church before you... <laughs> Uh, so I, and I was away on the weekend. We went and saw all of our parents' scissors. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, I have had very little time to play games this week. I have had a little bit more time to play a little bit more um, Klonoa, Klonoa mm-hmm. 2, um, which, you know, I'm. it's just the same story from me in that I really enjoy the gameplay. Visually, it's very pretty. The second game has more to it as well, mechanically, which is great. It just mm-hmm. adds some more interest to the jumping puzzles and stuff. But I just... I just don't care about the story at all. Still not skipping the cutscenes because it's just something I never, ever do as a rule mm. on um, my first playthrough of any game. So I am fast forwarding through them and skimming the dialogue, making sure I sort of read it, but I can't quite bring myself to press skip. Right. Uh, but I, I don't care about what's happening. I don't know what's happening. The protagonist seems to be like, not me. It's kind of focused around this this girl who's coming coming along for the ride with me but only appears in cutscenes. She seems to be the main focus of the story. And I'm like, okay, I'm just some lackey. Um I don't care. But it's a fun game. I continue to recommend it to anyone from a gameplay perspective. It's a lovely palette cleanser. It's very straightforward. It's not going to cause you any issues. It's just a fun little romp. But just hold R1 all the way through. Skip those <laughs> cutscenes or semi skip them. Uh, you know get out of there do it yeah that's all i've had time for unfortunately um 
but uh, hopefully next time you hear from me in several weeks' time when yeah. I've been away on my honeymoon and stuff, I might have at least I might have at least played Stray, which I'm yeah. very excited Maybe, yes. for. Yes. I'm really hoping. I mean, as I say, we're so busy in every evening now. We're just doing bits and bobs, but uh, I'm really hoping I might have time even just to get like an hour of Stray in tonight, mm. the time of recording. But uh, not sure. Amy, but surely please. by the time I. We're on our honeymoon, Sorry? but I must play Stray. Yes. Yes. Take the Please PS5 don't speak with to you. me, Amy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I'm sure that by the time I'm in another podcast, I will have played it. If not mm. tonight, then uh, later on. Excellent. Um, Ashton, what have you been playing? I have played a little bit more of the Final Fantasy VII DLC, Yuffie's um, DLC on the weekend. Played another couple of hours of that. Really enjoying it. Uh, don't read on some why her shorts are undone. Uh, but they are. So, <laughs> yeah, they are a bit, aren't they? Uh, yeah. she, her flies are undone. And I mean, as someone who often gets bloated, I always I sometimes have to undo my trousers. However, she doesn't look bloated. Uh, she's barely got any body fat on her. So I was like, why are your shorts undone, hun? But it's, it's okay. It's she needs to size up, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, size down, sorry. Yeah. Um, or I don't know. Yeah, up. Yeah, up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really like her and I like the story so far. I'm enjoying the fact that it's kind of running parallel to the main story and the cutscenes are for like in both. Mm. I like that. Um, and of course, I have spent many an hour last night playing stray i have i'm pretty sure i've got maybe like an hour or so left of the game i only stopped playing because i've i've got too hot sitting where i was sitting that i thought if i don't get up i'm gonna cut this sofa's gonna be moist with my sweat so i must move um but man i'm enjoying that game it's so good there's a bit where you get paper bag on your head and it reverses all the controls yeah that's fantastic Mm -hmm. um there's just so many nice moments if you sleep in any of the like sleepable areas it does this really nice kind of like tranquil zoom out of your surroundings and it's just like showing this little cat asleep and the controller purrs on the and the controller purrs my god it's so it's so cute um i'm really enjoying the story uh it's really interesting there's quite a lot of kind of law about what's going on and what's happening and and how they got to this situation which i'm really enjoying um there's more to it than i think i thought there was going to be i wasn't sure what i was expecting but the more i play it the more i'm like huh, this is nice i didn't know this was going to be like the kind of the vibe um a couple of moments where i've been like oh this is this is sad and then a couple of moments where i was like oh something sad is trying to happen but I've they've allowed my cat to wander off. So I've uh, turned around. And the, the, the guy's like, I'm not coming with you. And it's like all the way over the other side of the thing. And I'm and like, you've already buggered off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Should have locked me in place. Yeah. Um, but there's, it's re- I really like it. It's really pretty. And I can't wait to go home and finish the game. I've got a pack tonight. I'm not going to. I'm just going to wait till I finish straight. Stray. And then I'm going to pack. So, that sounds fair. Yeah. This seems like... A- a quite easily platinumable game. Mm. Uh, the the only trophy that doesn't seem to have that much traction so far, although it did release yesterday, right? yeah. and I was looking at the trophy list, uh, was finish it in under two hours, yeah, which is obviously just quite a whole ass. Yeah. Uh, so I'll wait until there's some guides and then I'll use one of those. Yeah. Probably. I think it's really a really good game for people who are like either like for kids. I think could really easily pick this game up, and anyone who's kind of like trying to get their partner into gaming or just someone's like oh i want to get more into games but i don't know where to start it's such a good game to kick off with there's so limited controls and you can't do anything wrong really mm. you can die but like 
that like which is sad whenever it happens i'm like oh poor cat yeah. but um it's not complicated and i think that anyone could like pick this game up and play it and enjoy it so. that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping that amy who loves cats i think she'll love also, it yeah and also is not she finds games stressful mm. uh she liked persona because she didn't have to react in real time to combat <laughs> mm. um she doesn't like real-time combat but uh yeah something like stray seems literally made for her to mm. kind of get into a at least a game. I'm not expecting that she'll then graduate onto Dark Souls, but, uh, <laughs> you know, she might enjoy playing through that. So, yeah, it just seemed like a very welcoming game in that sense mm. for lots of people. There's definitely a couple of moments that are quite intense the, the further on you go, but um, but nothing that you can't Build just up to it. skedaddle away from. Mm-hmm. So it's good. I'm enjoying it. Ben, what have you been playing? Well, I also played a bit of Stray last night. Only about an hour and a bit I got to the... Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not actually going to say anything uh, because I think people should discover for themselves. Uh, but I've had a lot of fun. I think it's very, very cute, mm. very easy as well in that not that there should be difficulty modes to it, but that it's just not stressful. Mm. It's just it's just nice. It's just a nice game to play and not have to worry about what's going on. Uh, I'm a big fan of the setting and the Mm. intrigue there. I don't know how much gets answered, but I'm looking forward to finding out what is going on. If we get any of those answers, who knows? Uh, But yes, very, very good. I like the fact that it doesn't have the longest runtime in the world as Mm -hmm. well. So I will hopefully finish that. I'm trying to think, what am I doing this weekend? Oh, wait, I'm going to Peter's wedding. Oh. <gasps> oh. Uh, but I'll have most of Sunday, so maybe yeah. I'll finish it off on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's fun. I like Stray a mm-hmm. lot. I'm just trying to think of ways to describe it that you haven't already. It's cute. Did you say that? I, I, don't, d- think, I, I don't think I you don't said that. I don't know if I did. Um, no, I think so, you did say cute. No. Yeah. No. So cute. There we are. There's an, there's, there's an original take from me. Put that on the box. <laughs> uh, I have also played... I started Cyberpunk. I forgot to mention this oh, last yeah. week. I played, oh. my save file was literally one minute when, I, when we were doing the <laughs> podcast last week. So I didn't bring it up. Uh, but I created Barbara. Uh, I've played up until the point where you get to the, uh, your your flat for the first time, your yeah. apartment. Uh, so I did the first like uh, shootout mission and your little you, starting thing. What, um, like background. Class, yeah. Uh, I chose what's it called the one where you're where you're outside of Nomad. Nights in- Nomad yeah, I think Nomad too. Sort of like I think that's a really cool out of the beginnings that I heard about. That one sounded the coolest. Mm. Where you start in the desert and yeah, you have some stuff to do out there rather than spending the whole game in Night City. I know you can leave at yeah. various times, but still, um, yeah. So so far, I haven't used a gun once, and I've just punched everything to death, Good. which is exactly nice. the kind of build that I want to. I want to get all the augmentations that just allow her to punch whole through walls and stuff i think that'd be that's really... what she would do there exactly is, there's one called gorilla fist so when i was struggling a little while ago <laughs> with um the like melee arenas someone commented and was like oh if you use if you go to the upgrade and get the gorilla fists you literally kill them in like three hits that's incredible and i got it and i just powered through just like knocked the the flip out of everyone that i was fighting it was mm-hmm. good nice. yeah i can't wait i'm just gonna punch my way through that world uh however stray is is taking my attention for now mm. uh because i think i can get that out of the way i in, think so in a reasonable time uh what else have i played played a little bit more teenage mutant ninja turtle shredders revenge just with a couple of people uh played some gang beasts they've added new maps to gang beasts peter 
and they're really oh. really good there's one on a boat oh, nice. where like these this crazy these these sharks with crazy ai but the same sort of strange jelly physics as the playable characters mm. are jumping onto the boat to try and get you it's brilliant it's it's Excellent. so daft uh, so that was really fun and also played an fmv game not from wales interactive but i found it oh. by searching for wales interactive and it is a kazakhstan game mm -hmm. kazakhstani game uh, that has been very very poorly dubbed into english and it's phenomenal uh it's called she sees red and uh it's just so bad it's set in a nightclub after someone's been there and murdered a few of this gangster's people yeah and you're the detective you're the detective trying to work out what's going on and it's oh it's so hammy and so bad you can immediately as soon as it starts up you can immediately it asks you a question. Do you want to play? Are you ready to start the game? And it was yes or no. Yeah. You pick no, it just ends the game. You get <laughs> a gold trophy and then you see the wow. credits. It's brilliant. Absolutely Perfect. dreadful. Uh, so I will absolutely be doing a platinum run of that at some point when I can be asked. But uh, She Sees Red, if you're looking for a really bad FMV It's game. only like 40 minutes long. We finished it and I still don't really know what we did wrong, but yeah. everyone died. So it's like, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's really weird. None of the motivations made any sense. It felt like a lot of the scenes were out of order. Yeah. A lot of the shots didn't make sense. <laughs> like the the gangster was on to you and he held your accomplice up at gunpoint. But then you and the gangster continued to have conversations like he didn't know who yeah. you were. And then he shot you anyway. Right. And it was really weird. It didn't yeah. make a lot of sense. Uh, so, I don't know why he knew either. He just suddenly was like, yeah, this is you. And we were like, why? We've How do you know? We've not done anything wrong. No, it's uh, it's dreadful. So yeah. that that is... Oh, no, I finished off Gears of War as well. I finished Gears of War ah. 1. Um, I, I was playing the... Oh, congrats. Thank you. I was playing the Ultimate Edition. Does that make sense to you guys? Like a, a remastered oh, version right. of the first one? Um, I can't remember. I played the, the original... When it came out. 360 or whatever it was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so... I encountered quite a few bugs with it, actually. And the mm. final boss fight, yeah. we had to restart like three or four times because he kept freezing in place, which I've got to say really takes the sting out of the final boss fight <laughs> of a yeah, game, I can imagine. Uh, which is a real shame. I think I can see, and I'm trying, I'm going to be diplomatic. I, I want to be clear that I didn't dislike it, but I can see why it was so important at the time. Uh, but I have been told that Gears of War 2 is a big step up and then Gears of War 3 is a big step up again. So I've just started Gears of War 2, looking forward to playing right. some more of that, but Gears of War 1, that's, uh, I've done that, finished it. All done now. Uh, I like the world, if nothing else, of yeah. Gears of War. I think it's quite an interesting setting. With like E-Day. You know, yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I, I am intrigued to know what's going on. Why are they here? What's the motivations of these uh, these low custs, hey? These low, yeah. low custs. That is all I've been playing. It's time for question two. This question comes from David Lever. Shalom, Pab. Hello. You can create a trophy slash achievement for a game of your choice. What's the game? What's the trophy? And how do you unlock it? Do you go just plain weird or sadly punishing or stunningly mediocre? Thanks, David. Thanks, Thanks David. Thanks, David. Thanks, David. Thanks, David. Uh, I have come up with a trophy that should be implemented into every single Dark Pictures anthology uh, or just or every super massive yeah. game in mm. that style, right? Okay. okay. Uh, it's called Just the Worst, right? <laughs> and what you have to do to get it mm. is throughout the game, 
you have to pick the option every single time where your character is just the most abhorrent, obnoxious, <laughs> just the worst possible kind of person. Yeah. Which is, I mean, sometimes it'll probably be hard to work out which one's which because those characters are so horrible all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, it would just have to be worked out by the community what exactly the, the correct tree was and then it would just be posted as a guide online mm. about how to make everyone just the worst people possible. Just the um, worst. But, you know... I think that could be uh, an interesting one, given mm-hmm. that they they do half the work for you by being assholes as it is. Yeah, uh, you just have to pick the most assholey option, <laughs> and uh, then you get a little pop at the end, a little trophy. Well done for being just, just the, the worst. worst. Just the worst. The also the thing is with dark pictures is you could pick the like the one that you kind of think is gonna is gonna be the the assholey one, and then they'll yeah. flip it and they'll be like, you know what? I love you. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute. Oh, hang on. Or it'll be like the other way around that where you're, make sense. you're like not aiming for the trophy, but you'll pick like a thing where it's like positive and it's like, I'm positive that we're going to die. Yeah. And you're like, hold on. Yeah. What do you mean? Wait, this isn't fair. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, I like that one. That would be a good one. Uh, during um, Dr. Anal Hill's rock music entrance as well, an, an automatic trophy could pop that just says, he's so cool. He's so cool. He's so cool. Every time. Yeah. Everyone gets it. He's so just for, cool. Just for watching Feel him for feel <laughs> So good. Can't wait to see him in October. I don't know about you guys. Oh, no, I'm, I'm so I'm excited. Buzzing. Yeah, well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, Dr. Annie Hill is... Uh, is is all yeah. right, but yeah. um, she's not as good as the She's glory. not quite no, Dr. She keeps, Anal. She does keep telling us off all the time as well. Yeah, if not doing it's our like homework. Don't bring do the is... cards. I can't tell you your fortune. I can't give you nothing some vague BS. Nothing we can do is BS. good enough. It's no. really sad. No, she hates no, us. She yeah. does. I have a trophy. Um, yes. I, I didn't have a specific game in mind because I think it could work for a lot of games. Hmm. Uh, it's simply called Pet the Mammals. And you have to pet one of every petable mammal in a game. Okay, not lizards. Okay. Well, no, no. not lizards, just okay. mammals. Right. I mean, if you can, if you've got like some lizards in your game that you can pet, I guess maybe you could just pet the mammals and lizards. I mm. guess you could change it to if you fancied. But I just felt there's a lot of games where you can like they add in like a pet animation to something. Yeah. yeah. And I just think it would be nice to just be rewarded for showing all the animals. A little bit of love. I know some of them, they're like, there's cats all over the place. You could potentially pet like one cat and then you'll get the trophy. Or you could pet every single cat in the game and then you uh, maybe you'll get the trophy then. Yeah. You know, d- depending on the amount of pettable animals in your game, depends on how easy or hard the trophy is. Right. Mm-hmm. So that really poignant, beautiful moment in The Last of Us where you see the giraffe and you give it a little pat, yeah. it would just go, bling, bling pet the pet mammal. Pet the mammals. Yeah, that's it. Because that's the only petable one in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then, like, but you can can't you pet the dog in Last of Us as well, and the horse in the first one. Yeah. Where's the dog? There's a dog in the compound with Tommy. Oh right, can you pet that one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Can't remember. Also, pet the mammals implies that you would have to pet every human as well. Yeah, true. That's true. Why not just pet the fur babies? I guess it could just be pet Mm -hmm. the fur babies, but. Okay, well, we're going to keep picking holes in each other's trophies. Sorry, again. sorry. I just, <laughs> I, I prefer the idea of going around Joel ruffling the hair of every human he meets, dead or alive. Yeah. 
every zombie or every animal not just mammals so he does yeah. have to go and like stroke snakes and stuff he goes yeah, squirrels. foraging sprinting off into the undergrowth to try and find some snails or something yeah <laughs> joel please we have we have important stuff to we do. have an apocalypse to to save i must catch this snake gotta pet the, the scaly boy the yeah. good the good boy yeah just patting uh, clickers on the head <laughs> that's the most dangerous pet yeah I have a trophy slash uh, achievement because it's coming to PC soon. Okay. This is for Marvel Spider-Man. Mm. You have to wear mm. the Tobey Maguire suit and stand outside any pizza shop for 15 seconds without moving. And Peter Parker in-game will say, pizza time. And then you get a trophy <laughs> with the same name. Brilliant. And, uh, and that is my trophy idea. Pizza time. Pizza I thought you time. were going to say... I thought you were going to say that you have to dress as Tobey Maguire, stand outside whatever it is. Is it like a tailor's or something? Oh, yeah. And if you stand there for long enough, he suddenly starts. He does the dance dancing. move. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Dancing. See, that's another one. You could do that one yeah, too. That's, that is what I also thought was you were going to come to is that he just starts, he goes emo emo spider-man and just starts there's a lot of options right i just i like uh dark souls the dark souls series does this very well where if you there'll be entire secret areas where you need to know a specific emote and then do like it's usually like meditate or something then Mm -hmm. go to a specific part of the map and do meditate for like 30 seconds and then there'll be a cutscene where you get carried off to a new part of the world by a gargoyle or something stupid like that and that those are always really fun to discover or like hear from your friends like oh have you done this you need to go try this Mm. um i think that could that should be implemented into more games specifically marvel spider-man where if you stand outside a tailor shop motionless in the toby Maguire suit he will just start dancing and that's a little secret easter egg for you you pizza time pizza time or if you walk walk through any door at all he goes hey everyone (laughs) (laughs) every single time i can't wait for the hey everyone mod on PC yeah. oh when that God, comes out yeah. every single door he walks through hey everyone do you reckon if you just sort of walk back some back and forth through doorways you could just get it to loop, <laughs> just loop and it. repeat yeah, yeah I think so oh someone make that please. someone's definitely someone's already started coding it they're just waiting for the game to come to PC I hope yeah. so I hope so I really hope so uh, well, that would be a bit strange if that happened, wouldn't it? Yeah, a bit peculiar, perhaps. A bit maybe. It would. A bit maybe weird. A bit. Maybe uh, weird news. Weird news. Weird news. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's weird news time, time for some weird video game news. Remember, you can submit your weird video game news to us on social media, apart from this week, because the post didn't go out. Uh, sorry. Uh, Fraser has COVID. What? Fraser has COVID. Freda, Fre- Freda do Freda have Freda has COVID. Freda do COVID, but... It's uh, true. Yes, it's it didn't go out, unfortunately. It's meant to be automatic, but our uh, social media scheduling platform is a bit busted and it sometimes just doesn't just do it. It hates that particular post. It does, and it's been a busy yeah. week and things have been kind of up in the air. So we did, we did, honestly, we didn't notice and we're yeah. recording early as well. Yeah. So uh, we sourced our own weird news, but do keep an eye out in future weeks and you can submit your own weird news to the podcast. Weird news, incidentally, is brought to us by our podcast producers as well. If you go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump and support us at a certain tier, you can become a podcast producer and get a shout out right here. And Peter is going to kick us off. Nathan. G.Y. Goliath. Sean Legg. Corey Duffell. I Sleep All Day 21. Ellie Nicholas. Erica Hutchinson. Melody L. Bonet. Katie Gajarad. And Gabrielle Philippink. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Thank podcast you. producers. Thank you, podcast producers. Peter, what weird news have you got this week? I've got one that was actually submitted last time, oh. but I think it may have been submitted late to the post because I don't know why this wouldn't have been brought along if we'd seen it at the time. Uh, this is from Sergio Ivan Yanez Barragan. Brilliant. Wow. Said all four of those names, right? Um, and uh, it's according to... Nintendo Life. <gasps> is, is it random? It's not. Oh. It's not random. Not random. Not random. <laughs> uh, Normal. It's ri- <laughs> written by Kate Gray, who says, Bayonetta 3 has a, quote, naive angel mode for people who don't want to see bums. Good. Good. Yeah. Disgusting. Put Keep put them my away. Children safe. Get no, yeah. not even my children. I just don't want to see <laughs> Keep bums. Keep me safe. Bums, nipples, gross. Get get rid of them. People in general, hide them, blur them. <laughs> don't want to see them. Carry on, Peter. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh gone. Peter's gone. He's bloody gone. Where's he gone? I don't know. I think. Oh, hello. Oh. I lost you there for a minute. Peter, you're back. I did think. Wow, that. That laptop fan's getting awful, awfully loud, isn't it? And then everything yeah, just disappears. There's a little down oh. arrow that should hide. Is it all right? Husband. Yeah, we see you. We hear you. Okay. We see you. Um, <laughs> right then. Uh, yeah. I don't know how far I got. It was written by Kate Gray. Kate Gray, um, yeah. Who, and the subheading is, somebody finally thought of the children. Mm. Right. The article says... Do you like Bayonetta 3 but feel vaguely embarrassed by all the gratuitous nudity? Mm. Or maybe you're just trying to play with your parents slash partner in the room and you don't want to keep having to explain that Bayo's outfit is made of her own hair, which is also magic, so actually she needs to have her bum out sometimes. Either way, Platinum Games has got your back, friend, with Bayo 3... I've not heard of this 
abbreviation before. Bayo. Bayo. As in for bayonets, Bayonets, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) Hellman's Bayo. Uh, With with Bayo 3, the Kind Studio has added a new naive angel mode, which can be toggled on to give characters a little more modesty. Side boob will be minimised, legs will be clothed, and Bayonetta's ample assets will be censored at last. At last. Um, Finally. (laughs) Very good. Uh, They've then embedded a tweet from the official Platinum Games account, uh, which includes a video where they've got like an on-off comparison filter. So it shows the same cutscene and then it like swipes left and right and she's either naked or she's not, uh, which is, I mean, they've they've really had to cover up a lot actually um, <laughs> in some of these shots. Uh, here are some examples of how the outfits are altered with the naive angel mode on. And then there's some screenshots in the article. Uh, and then just at the end, it says, never change Platinum Games. And and that's it. And then there's a tiny thing at the bottom that says, we've updated the original Japanese tweet with the English version above. Thanks. Oh, Thanks, Nintendo Life. Nintendo Thank Life. you, Nintendo Life. So a short article, but that's interesting that that is a mode that's been added. You can now yeah. better clothe Bayonetta. Yeah, I didn't realize she was so naked or like in the games. I've never played not a all the time, game. not all the a time. lot of the time. Yeah, she frequently does moves where her hair has to come off and then she's naked. <gasps> yeah, yeah, scandalous. It is scandalous. It's it disgusting. Is scandalous. It is scandalous. It makes me sick. Uh, Ashton, I have some news. Do you? Yeah, I found it myself. Did you? Yeah. What you got? Oh, my belly's rumbling. Uh, it's because of Kotaku, uh, Zach's Weizen. It's not in the random category this time. It's just regular oh. old ordinary news. Right. Who saw that coming twice okay. in a row? Mm. Fall Guys threatens everyone with free dick bean. I beg your pardon? What? Fall what? Guys threatens everyone with free dick bean. Okay. Right. After players complained about accidental purchases, Mediatonic issued refunds. Last week saw reports of many Fall Guys players complaining about accidental purchases. Today, in response to these issues, Fall Guys developer Mediatonic sent every active player a decidedly phallic-looking in-game costume. It is also offering refunds to players affected while it works to fix its store. Oh my god, these adverts are really throwing me off. Um... As reported by VGC last Friday, numerous mem- numerous players of the Fall Guys subreddit were sharing stories of accidentally buying stuff with the game's premium currency when opening the store to preview an item. Making matters worse, the reaction one player got from customer support about the auto-buying error was poorly received, with the support staff member allegedly claiming the bug wasn't a bug and the accidental purchases still counted and couldn't be refunded. This went mm. over as well as you'd expect, leading to a tweeted apology from Mediatonic on July 15th and a promise to refund purchases and give every one a new taller looking exclamation mark full guys skin surely that's a huge disadvantage in an obstacle course to be taller mm, right that is true but you could dive over the finish line slightly that's better true. that's true if you'd yeah. like if you, it's like we do running you like forward. lean your head all the way forward yeah um now today the skin is here i checked my inventory and lo and behold i'm now the proud owner of a new legendary costume named grandis this is not the first full guy first time full guy Fall Guys has offered a more uh, rod-like outfit for the game's in-game beans, but this version of the costume changes hue depending on your beans' selected colour theme, which is nice. For some reason, the folks running the official Fall Guys Twitter account decided to to announce the new outfit going live via a tweet with a very threatening aura. 
reference. This is the oh right. That's okay. There's a shadow being cast by yeah. the dick bean. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Response to the tweet was very much what you'd expect, with many people pointing out the shadowy figure looks a lot like a dick. Some use Twitter's sensitive content filter to post joke replies about how big it is. You know, dick jokes. Doesn't matter how early in the week it is, a good dick joke is still funny. Mm. So yeah, that's true. There you are. They've. Uh, I'm giving everyone a dick bean. Brilliant. Thanks, Mediatonic. <laughs> Excellent. Never change. From from covering up Bayonetta to dick beans. Mm-hmm. There we are. It's weird news at its Yeah, finest. I hope your news is uh, less naughty, Ben. It's less naughty and also random. 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 Uh, this is Nintendo Life from Alana Hagues. Random. Want to drive your car using the Wii wheel? This fan can do just that. Wow. A real car. A real car. A real car. Then there's... uh, Here we go. In the hundreds of hours you spent playing Mario Kart Wii with the Wii wheel, did you ever once dream of driving your own vehicle in real life with that same peripheral? No. No. Well, one fan has made this a reality and gone one step further by weifying his car. Uh, Wee wheelifying. What? We we wheelifying. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I just think we will. There's we wheel is a funny we thing to wheel say. If ifying. We will we wheelifying. Okay. <laughs> Peter, can you call an ambulance, please? I'm having a strunk. Uh, Go Nintendo has shared the work of TikTok star at Tutupatung. Tyler Atkin is his real name. Tyler is attempting to revamp his car by using Wii peripherals. That means the steering wheel is obviously the Wii wheel. But he hasn't stopped there as Tyler has installed a fully functioning Wii into his dash, has replaced the top of the the shifter with a nunchuck, and has even changed part of the handbrake. The shifter? Yeah, gear stick. The gear stick. stick. Uh, Playfully named the Wiata, this... Hang on. The what? What? Wiata. Is that a pun? I don't kind? know what the is vehicle that a type was. Of car? Yeah, I don't know what it. It doesn't tell us what how it's a pun though. <laughs> Playfully named the Wiata, this Tyler has shown how the vehicle still works with all of these modifications over on his TikTok. That's a very strange sentence. <laughs> and there's not a banana peel in sight. Oh. oh. But we have a question. What happens if you remove the blah, 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 the Wii remote? What if we did this? Wii Sports is a thing. Here's the Wii Wheel, Mario Kart, all sorts of nonsense. Anyway, so... Uh, so, so oh, my God, I hate TikTok. Stop, stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just a wall of sound, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Uh, POV, you're a Ben Potter no, and you not, love TikTok. No, it's not POV, it's POV. POV is POV, isn't it? Pov. She says POV. POV, you're a Ben Potter and love TikTok. It's just so loud. Basically, he was sliding a, a Wii console into where the radio would normally go yeah. into the it dashboard. It's quite perfectly right. in there. Actually. Yeah, it does. I uh, couldn't watch any more of that. It's too loud. It was obnoxious. Uh, so, yes, uh, it doesn't seem very legal either, really, no. having a wee wheel as no. your wheel. but uh, Wouldn't pass as MOT, would it? No, would not. Or a Wiimote as your handbrake. That seems like a bad idea. It really but... does. Yeah. It really does. It would disconnect all the time. Yeah. It wouldn't work. <laughs> terrible. Anyway, that's my weird news. Let's move on to question three. More, more like weird news. Oh, <laughs> wee wheeled. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, we will. She's, um, fall- she's falling apart in here. I just We've got a question. Maybe it was funny. That's all. Yeah, it is. Uh, I've got a question here from Rock Reese. He says, "Hey, whoever isn't on Holly Plops, maybe High Bap with Robo Peter. I know Ben and Peter love single-player story-driven games with a preference for Sony, but then we got Ashton who." also prefers those exact games Mm. my question is do you tend to stick with what you know or do you often play things that in theory you wouldn't like because you never know also i was partially joking i know you don't just play those kinds of games thank you rock reese thank you rock reese only those games yeah take it back rock reese yeah um i rarely venture outside of my comfort zone nowadays in video gaming i have limited time as it is to play games and so if i'm going to be spending time playing games it's going to be something that i am relatively sure i'm going to enjoy whether that's a single player story driven game or a platformer um or a sequel to a series that i do like you know for example i uh well i don't know actually i can't really think of a good example but if there's if there's something that i'm say say there was a specific well like okay here's one so i i'm not that into first person shooters Mm -hmm. but if and when a new time splitters comes out i'm obviously going to play that um i know that's a you could also argue that that's a a single player story driven game (laughs) uh or certainly the the solo mode would be um but yeah i mean even then I, i don't tend to play FPS is nowadays, but I would make an exception for something that I'm fairly sure I that I'm going to like. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it, I don't tend to uh, experiment that much at the moment. If I did, it would be on the recommendation of a friend who says, you know, this is really good. Here's exactly what it is and, and what it's like to play. And here's why I think you'll like it. So not that I've had the time for it, but something like unpacking, for example, I would never have tried on my own. But whenever I hear Ashton talk about it or when she did talk about it on the What We're Playing, I thought, man, unpacking sounds lovely. And so that's the kind of game that, you know, I would maybe think about having a go at if I've had the time to do it. Mm. Um, and that's outside of my comfort zone. But yeah, I would have to have like a strong recommendation nowadays, I think, to do that, which is a shame, um, especially given the job I'm in. Um, <laughs> maybe I should experiment a bit more but uh you know so so few hours in the day to play games Mm. ashton i am more likely to try new games or game genres since the the power of subscription services has kind of infiltrated gaming yeah Um, right with like game pass and stuff now i'm more likely to see something that i wouldn't normally try and give it a go like um i probably wouldn't have bothered giving unpacking a go if i hadn't have come up on game pass i wouldn't have gone out of my way to get like try it um but again i was really glad i did and the same with like a couple of other games like that um Evil Genius 2 World Domination. I probably wouldn't have mm-hmm. bothered giving that a go if it hadn't have come on Game Pass. It's been on my wish list for ages, but I wasn't going to actively buy it because what if I hated it? So I just waited until it came on Game Pass and really enjoyed it. But it is definitely easier to try new games now that kind of the PlayStation Plus subscriptions and Xbox Game Pass subscriptions are around now because we can just pick something up and if we don't like it, just uninstall it. Play an hour if it's not really the vibe, just back on the metaphorical shelf um, and not play it again. So I think it's definitely more opportunity for me to play new games now. Um, 
I never like write off a game. Well, and that's not true. Last week we talked about games that we just wouldn't play yeah. because of just, like taglines. So mm. I do write off some games. Um, but if a game is kind of intrigues me, but it's not a solo like story driven game, it's not like not on my list. It's like, well, yeah. I will play that, but I don't want to risk buying it in case I hate it. So if it's if I know it's coming to Game Pass or I know it's coming to PlayStation Plus, bonus, I'll probably give it a go. Um, but if if not, I will just kind of keep an eye out. And if it comes down on Steam or whatever, maybe I'll give it a go. But uh, it's definitely easier now since subscription services are around to try new games. Um, but like Peter says, there's not a lot of time in the day. So I'd rather, if I've got a game that I'm actively playing, I'll just play that or a game that I know I want to play next. So in between in the between times where I haven't quite picked my new hyper focus, I just... Uh, dabble with a bunch of games until I find one that takes my fancy so yeah it's definitely easier now than it was probably like even five years ago with not having that just easy option to just pick up and play things quite as easily so mm. so yeah I am always up for trying new stuff I am not subscribed to a premium tier of PlayStation Plus so I don't mm. get those games uh, I've, I've let my Game Pass subscription lapse for the time being and the reason for both of those is because I have enough to play. There's always stuff that I want to play and they do normally fall into that single player narrative focused mold Mm. because those are the games that I like. And as Peter said, there's only so many hours in the day. I feel like I have less and less time for games, but there have been occasions that I've spoken about on this podcast where a game that comes along in a genre that I would never dream of normally touching, but it's so exceptional that I have to sit up and, pay attention to it so Mm. one of those was uh hades last year uh which came out and uh or did i i can't remember this year's gone so fast did i play at the start of this year or did i play it last year i think it was last year. year uh when it came to playstation and i didn't end up enjoying it as much as everybody else did but that's sort of my point is that i am willing to try other stuff but if it's going to draw me away from the mountain of things that i want to play slash am currently playing uh, and it's outside of my normal comfort zone within gaming, it really has to be very special. Yeah. And those games do mm. come along quite frequently. So I am willing to give those a go. And it's the same for multiplayer games as well. The only time I would ever play multiplayer games is if I can get my uh, group of usual online friends together to play games together. But we're all so busy now. And now that lockdown's no longer a thing, that that really just doesn't happen mm. anymore. And again, if a multiplayer game came along that was so exceptional that I had to sit up and pay attention to it i would absolutely play it but it's just that doesn't happen very often no it does happen but it doesn't happen all the time and also my online friends are busy doing stuff in real life as am i uh so i've just sort of got to focus on what i'm already playing mm. um but you know i do i do like to try other things but just just not all the time just don't, just don't have the time you know got stuff to do um but there we are. I was. Just, I think I was going to say something else, but it's gone. Is Peter there? He is. I was just. He was being quiet, I and I. I looked in the screen, and I think you were reading something. So you were being very still, and I thought, oh, is he disconnected? He's disconnected again. No, but he's, he's still here. It's fine. He's he's back. I'm still here. I just looked at my microphone, but it should be all right. Um. So yeah, there we are. That's my answer. Good. There was going to be an additional point, but I can't remember it. So oh, that's a shame. That's it. It's too much to play, and too little time. Too much to play. And too many fantastic single-player story games out exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. So yeah. that's going to be my focus. It's time for something rather long. 
Lodge. Is it? Oh, it is. Are you ready, Peter? Yes. It's time for the big discussion. Oh, big discussion. It's big discussion time, time for the big discussion, which comes this week courtesy of R- Roberti Mansell. Did you do this? <laughs> Normally Robert. Is that a typo? Meant, I think it's a typo. Okay. Sorry. Well, sorry, Roberti. <laughs> sorry. Um, yo, 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 Bap. You're all so beautiful, and I hope you're keeping well and staying sexy and cool in this horrendous time. Thanks, Roberti. The, the early reviews of Stray, or Stray 2 if you want to get incorrect Simon Miller about this, are high, and the game seems to be a delight. Do you think developers should be more experimental with what the protagonist is? What animals would you love to play as? Much love to you all, Kiss Keys. Thank you, Roberti. Thank you, Roberti. Um, I think there's a lot to be said with being experimental with the protagonist. Uh, I think now that we've got the technology, both kind of in terms of graphics and processing power and also controllers, uh, it just slightly opens up uh, the scope a little bit. I mean, I I would say the scope probably opened up many, many years ago, but certainly nowadays there's no excuse, I would say, for not allowing you to play as a cat or a a different animal or a completely like alien creature or a robot or something, you know? Um, My mind goes to having played... um, inside fairly recently uh towards the end of that game you uh your protagonist transforms a little bit into something somewhat different and uh although to an extent you're actually controlling it very much the same as you would a regular human character uh it had its own kind of movement to it and stuff and something like that would not really have worked on a previous uh a previous console generation uh perhaps in a in a true kind of 2D, uh, in, in very much in a side-scrolling format, they might have got away with it graphically. But uh, I think, yeah, now we're at a point where really the sky's the limit. And uh, I would love to see all kinds of new protagonists, especially, as, Robert, Ro- as Roberti says, mm. uh, different animals. I think it could be fun to play as like all the sort of extremes of nature. So play as a cheetah and be able to run at like 60 miles an hour. I think Mm -hmm. that could be fun. Um, I've always liked the idea of um, playing as some sort of, I mean, Stray almost works actually. Having not played Stray, I don't know exactly what the story is. I've only got the promo stuff to go off. Uh, But playing as some kind of urban creature, like a cat or a dog or a, you know, even just like a, a crow or something and it almost being like a uh, a walking sim if you like or a flying sim if you're a bird and you just have this urban environment to explore it's maybe like semi-linear or uh, perhaps it's a bit more open but there are like all these specific set pieces and as you explore this city at night you're maybe just like peering in through people's windows or like encountering people in alleyways and stuff and you there are just all these different stories happening around the, the city. They might not even be connected. And it's just about, it's like an ex, an exploration game. And it's just about human nature. It's not set in a fantasy world or anything. You're just this like almost invisible, you know, observer. No one, no one like senses themselves because there's a cat there or a crow there or whatever. And so you're just like moving around at night and you see in like, you know, Maybe there's like the mafia chucking a body in the canal. And maybe there's like uh, a, a couple who are like 
arguing about their relationship and maybe there's a child who's lost and stuff and you just like see all these little human moments around a city uh almost as a literal fly on the wall maybe you could be a fly <laughs> maybe i don't know yeah but uh yeah being this kind of almost invisible wild animal in a city and just watching all these human moments i've always liked that idea um for a story so i think that would be good yeah mm. absolutely Ashton. I there's quite a lot of games coming out recently that have a more interesting take on their protagonist and and what they should be. Like Moss, for example, and Moss Book Two. Obviously the mouse is the protagonist, but you're also this like big creature spirit person. Um and then you've also got games so Stray obviously came out this week, but also on the same day endling extinction is forever came out which is the game that we saw at uh e3 e3 that uh is about the fox that's like with their cubs and stuff i think it's oh, kind yeah, of like right. it's kind of was a bit um limboy i think mm. on the trailers um so i think there's definitely been a lot more pick up in kind of the the silent animal protagonist trope that's kind of been appearing a lot more but i think it's because like peter says there's kind of a lot more you can do with them now like you can put these animals in a different environment or in a different story and they still there's a lot of ways to show in because we've got more detail now we can see a lot more of like the the animals like emotions as like and their reactions to things and stuff um so i think it's always it's definitely more interesting now seeing like how these animal characters are kind of playing into video games a lot more. Um, So I think it's definitely scope for developers to go even further and see what else they could do. I think Stray is a really, really good example to a lot of people and a lot of game devs of what you can do with like a silent protagonist because there is dialogue in the game. No one talks like there's no kind of English voice acting, for example, there's like robot speak and stuff. But um You've got this little silent cat who's just a cat. There's nothing really special about this cat. It's just a cat. So it's kind of like, and, you know, the story carries on. It's not just like a walking sim. Because some people were worried that it was just going to be like, you walk through a city, you jump up and down and you experience things. There's a story. There's like puzzles. Typical puzzle. Yeah, puzzles. Typical kind of gaming tropes of like a story game, which is great. So I think there's definitely a lot more scope of what you can do with these characters now. And as long as you've got a good story... It doesn't really matter what your protagonist is. We've seen a lot of games that are all just like generic male protagonist or generic female protagonist. So it's nice that like we're getting sort of a different look at these kind of situations. We've seen like people deal with the post-apocalypse in all different realms and like zombies in robot dinosaurs. You know, we've seen every kind of facet of the apocalypse from like a person's perspective. So it's really interesting to get to see it from an animal's perspective as well. Um, So yeah, there's definitely more scope for it now. But in terms of animals that I would like to play as, I think it'd be really fun to play as a hamster that's like escaped and Mm. you're like kind of like flushed away vibes but right. uh with the hamster like you've got out of your your cage and you're doing just fine and you're doing just fine and um give the world's really big and you're kind of seeing it from this hamster's perspective maybe they go out in the wild and eventually they... like the the toy story 2 game on ps1 yeah um, yeah, bit yeah. Like that. that'd be great yeah i think that'd be fun um and of course like and again like hedgehogs because i think when they're little tiny there's that world like his perspective of like everything being so big 
I just think that's just exciting and fun. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I wouldn't be a bit sad about the hedgehogs because of the whole like crossing the road adverts. So it used to really kind of freak me out. Any bit. game where you play as a hedgehog, someone's getting hit by a car. Someone's getting hit by a car. As a big emotional moment. Yeah, yeah. that's true. King yeah. of the road, my ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a flat one in front of uh, my school bus stop for like six months. Oh, yeah. that's really sad. It was pretty haunting. It was there for so long. Oh None of the parents cleaned it up or anything. Just had to oh. look at this hedgehog for ages. Oh, that's sad. But in the game in version... In the game, that won't happen. No. No. Surely no. not. Uh, I I agree that I would like some more experimentation with uh, with protagonists and stuff and player characters in, uh, in in video games. For the longest time, there have been so you know so many games where you can play as an animal. Things like Super Animal Royale, for example, you mm. play as animals, but it's not that. That's not really. The, I, I assume the spirit of the question here in that mm. this is with Stray. At least it feels like we're taking a leap into a new. Well, I'm trying to trying to get the wording right. As you said, it's sort of like showing what can be done mm. to to developers and things like that because we've never really had a game like this before. I'm sure there have been some, and there have been like silly ones like Cat Simulator, where you just bat things off surfaces and <laughs> yeah. stuff in someone's house, and yeah, that's funny, and that's what cats do and things. But mm. there's there's never been a game really that, or at least a mainstream one, that's taken these mechanics into consideration when making basically a platformer, an adventurer, yeah. uh, an adventure game kind of. Um, because when you've played as animals before, it's very much just been this, but you have four legs. Yeah. It's this game, yeah. but you're a tiger. It's like an anth- anthropomorphic version of exactly. an animal. We've never yeah, just had not... like, this is just a cat. We've always had like, this cat is also a knight and it walks around on this two legs has with thumbs, a sword. Yeah, and can wield a gun. Or it's a, a human who's been transformed into an animal and mm. has human knowledge and human behavior almost. Mm. Exactly. Uh, so this does this does feel like a really big deal, and it is very refreshing. Uh, there was a game called Tokyo Jungle on the PS3, uh, which was a Sony Japan game, and you could it, it was set in a sort of post-apocalypse, all the humans are gone version of Tokyo, and all the animals had reclaimed it. And I think you could play as pretty much any animal mm. within this tokyo jungle and you had to find uh, a female or a male of your species and make babies and then i think you could play as the babies maybe instead it was really bizarre and i did buy it but i didn't play much of it but that that did spring to mind when i saw this question that other developers have taken a swing at this before where it's mm. like what would be a really interesting animal game um but i do really like from what i've played of stray so far i really like what it's done and I don't know. I'm 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 very intrigued in terms of further games of the sort of the idea that you put forward of the hamster and stuff because there's so much stuff that Pixar in particular have done in kids movies. Things like Bugs Life and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. Like where you could if you could play through something like that but it wasn't necessarily a silent protagonist. Like it's not realistic. Again, yeah. they're sort of anthropomorphized, but you are still playing as a grasshopper, yeah. for example. You know, it would have to be yeah. good. But something like that would be really interesting and really refreshing. I think there's so much scope for stories to be told in those games and through those mediums, either with voice acting or without, mm. or uh, a bit more fantastical or not. You know, that yeah, but, I'd love that because 
you've got um, Grounded, which is obviously set at that scale. Yeah. But you're playing as humans and all the bugs are just animals, effectively. Well, same uh, with, like, It know, Takes mo- monsters. Two. You've got, Sorry? Like, same with, like, It Takes Two as well, in the sense that, like, you're these little yeah. dolls. And there's obviously the, like, squirrel level and the bees and stuff that you encounter in the in the game. Whereas I think, you know, uh, a, a Bugs Lifestyle game at the same scale as Grounded, but you're this little anthropomorphic ant or something like that. I mean, there was a Bugs Life game back in the day, but, you know, mm. something uh, to a modern standard where you're going around, as Ben says, a kind of almost Pixar style world uh, could be super fun. Um, or then alternatively, you know, maybe one where it's it's super realistic and you are just an actual non-anthropomorphic bug. There's that. I don't know if you guys have seen, uh, it might just be because I follow a certain person or maybe it is a semi kind of viral thing that's going around of the guy who's been making that um, woodlouse thing, that woodlouse physics. No. Uh, it's no. like an indie dev. Um, maybe it's just someone I follow or someone, someone's retweeting it or something. But it's this guy, he's just like a, an indie developer or like a kind of, a, I think, a bit of a hobbyist. And he's made this like really amazing just demo, like little sandbox demo where you, you're a woodlouse or a, I think in, in America they call them pill bugs where, and you can like, you're just crawling around and you can like roll up and go into a ball a bit like mm. Sonic. It's 3D and you're just rolling around this little, you know, garden, giant garden thing. It looks really good. And uh, mm. I don't know what you do with it at a larger scale. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's this really good little kind of proof of concept that he's made playing as this woodlouse. And it's got like a real speed and momentum to it. Like you can really like you know, zip off and roll up and roll around and... Uh, yeah, so even something where it's not even anthropomorphic, but just playing as a bug could be kind of cool. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, no, it, it would be. I I would like to see more games like that. I, I like the sound of the, the woodlouse thing, and I know obviously it's, uh, it's a proof of concept as much as anything else, but that would be my concern is that we'd get a load of sort of games from really hard working like, indie devs where it's like look how realistic it is to be a, to be yeah. a dog mm. and we want you know dog's life too you know that's another classic sim you know classic. clearly the precursor to stray um yeah but it would just be kind of boring yeah it's like here's, yeah. A, here's a world where you can be a dog in it like it needs some kind of thrust through it to make you proceed and yeah. you know, some yeah. kind of end goal i think but that's like why you kind of make it a little bit, maybe a little bit fancy, like the hamsters escaped, but in the wall, there's like a full city yeah, of like civilization. rats and stuff that are just hanging out in the wall and the floorboards mm-hmm. and stuff. And you're just like, been living in a little ivory tower cage. Yeah. I would like yeah. that. I'd also like, uh, as, as you mentioned with It Takes Two, just uh, something that obviously doesn't translate with Stray because a cat is cat sized mm. and the camera's relatively far back anyway so while you are small there's not really that sense of it's more like being the camera's maybe like low down in places that makes you feel kind of like whereas you'd normally be like eye level it's kind of yeah. down low but it doesn't it, like you say sometimes it's quite zoomed out where it kind of feels like it's not yeah and, and that's not a problem but I was going to say I do the things I really enjoyed about It Takes Two is how that sense of scale being in a giant mm. bedroom and stuff like that mm. and that that would be really fun Mm. I think with a smaller animal. So I'd like to see some of that as well. Yeah. That'd be good. Wonderful. Well, there's our big discussion and that's the podcast. Let us know, of course, what you thought of all the things we discussed today. Uh, Leave your well wishes for Peter Austin and Ashton Matthews in the comments because they've both got big days coming up. 
We do. Peter's is definitely uh, bigger than mine. No. Ashton's is arguably bigger than Peter's. I'm uh, turning 24. She's going to be 96. What? Turning 24. 20, it's a big birthday. 24. Everyone always says. That only says, happens once in your life, whereas true. I could get married as many times as you I want to. just go get married so. whenever he wants. That is true. Easy peasy. Uh, mm. But there we are. Peter's going to tell you where we are on the internet if you want to get in touch. Go to youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump to see all of our content. That's our videos and our live streams on both of those channels. Uh, when we're streaming on both, we are modded by Lobrotovich, Trialing Badger and Mr. Black. Uh, if you've got Amazon Prime, part of the whole bundle there is a Twitch sub. So you can spend that on us. You get all the normal benefits at no extra cost and we benefit from it too. So consider doing that. Uh we are on social media at twitter.com and facebook.com forward slash team triple jump for video and live stream announcements, legacy video content. Uh, we might start being able to go live on Facebook again soon. Um, we are uh, managed on social media by Fraser. Thank you, Fraser. Thanks, Fraser. He also looks after our TikTok with Ashton at tiktok.com forward slash at team triple jump. Head over there for all your ticks and or talks. Mm. And also, you can go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. There are lots of rewards available on there. All kinds of different tiers, including some that relate to this podcast. Uh, there's also the other podcast that is uh, one, on one of the tiers as the well. The sexy podcast. Uh, oh. The sexy one. Uh, and then uh, also early access to certain videos mm. and loads of stuff. Loads of stuff. So have a look. We have a website, would you believe? It's triplej.mup. That's triplej.mp. It spells jump and it's very clever. If you want to join our Discord, why not go to triplej.mup forward slash Discord where our wonderful community like to hang out. On Discord, we're modded by Jack, Joe, Tori and Holloways. And if you're to do something, bloody well do it. If you want to listen to the podcast in its audio form, maybe you're driving down from Newcastle to your best friend's wedding this weekend and you want best something friend. to listen to for the next for the three hours that you're driving down. Two hours. Two hours that you're driving down. Two Why and a half. Go two to and a half. Two and a half. The two and a half hours that you're two driving. Hours two hours and 34 minutes that you're driving down. Why not go to triplejerk.mup forward slash podcast and find out where you can listen to the podcast in its audio forms. If you want to watch any of the live streams that you maybe missed, there wasn't one for Peter this week because his... PC exploded. Um, why not yeah. go to triplejet.map forward slash VODs? And if you want to order from one of us on Cameo, I don't know if you've put a hold on yours, Peter. Please don't order from Peter right now. He's literally getting married today. Um, why no, not- do order from me now. I need the money. I'm literally getting married <laughs> yeah, today. That's so. true. Um, why not go to triplejet.map forward slash Cameo? And if you want to buy some merch, including the brand new Barbara Pierce t-shirt, look at it, it's so Pretty. Why not? Oh, I've just punched the microphone in excitement. <laughs> Why not go to triplejumpshop.com and make sure you're following at triplejumpshop on Twitter to find out when the next merch announcement might be. Spoon. It's real spoon. Uh, why not follow? It's not a spoon. No, but it is it's really, really spoon. spoon. Uh, why not follow Peter and Ashton on Instagram and Twitter at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton and myself just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. I'm sure there'll be plenty of wedding photos. I was going to say there and... might be some wedding dancing on my Instagram story of yeah. everyone boogieing. So check that one out. Go check them out. Uh, just don't just don't film the vows or the speech. No, no, That's, no. I, I won't be doing that. Just I'm just going to be filming 
Ben he live stream his wedding yeah <laughs> subtly yeah. like just pull it down my dress so it's just like <laughs> a little secret camera uh, we do lists every Monday Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday streams every Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and Friday Thursday being the joint stream blaze, blaze it. it on YouTube uh, Monday Tuesday Wednesday Friday being the solo streams on Switch. Worst games ever is fortnightly Friday for patrons of a certain tier Sunday for everyone else. We do the podcast every Saturday and shows are out. Oh, the flipping times. So come check them out. Why not leave a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms and we'd really appreciate it. And you. Uh, we've got quite a lot out this week, haven't we? Ashton, I'm going to start with you, haven't we, Ashton? We do, yes. We, if you want to check out some footage of Stray and find out what my first opinions were from yesterday, why not go to uh, the channel where there's a quipscope. It's also on the podcast feed if you want to listen to it in its audio form without getting any spoilers mm-hmm. of footage. Sorry? Of footage. Of footage. Uh, we've also got some games ever coming out, Peter. There's a bumper crop this week. So Weirdest Games Ever was delayed, as many of you will know, I'm sure, uh, previously. Um, so uh, that's gone out for patrons already uh, a week early, but it now goes out for everyone else on... It's been out... I think it went out on Friday is the yes. plan. So that will be out already. Um, so that's Weirdest Games Ever. Go and have a look. It's Fallout something or other. Brotherhood, Brotherhood of, of Steel. Steel yes, the PS2 game. The last one before Bethesda went... Ah, ah. Mine. No, no, no. Then that one's not canon anymore. No. Um, but also, it's a worst games ever week as normal. Uh, I've edited this one. Hopefully, it's all right. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, so, there's a worst games ever has gone out for um, patrons already, as usual, on Friday, and will be going out on Sunday for everyone else. So, enjoy your games ever's. Mm. Enjoy them. It's a. It is a bumper crop, as Peter said. Yes. Uh, and then the landscape will be barren until both of it you will. return. It There'll will. just be nothing. It'll just be me and James Jenkins just sort of... Frantically trying to pull together content. Desperately asking for just a glass of water, please. We're dying. Uh, <laughs> That's and... not actually true, though, just in case anyone's no, worried. We do still... No, we're we've got stuff fine. recorded for when we're away. So there will be a worst games ever in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. Yes, there's tons of stuff. And uh, hopefully next week on the podcast, I should be joined by a couple of special special guests too. Yes. Uh, some triple jump uh, staff will be joining me, one of which will be James Jenkins. Uh, so look forward to that. Mm. Right, it's just enough time to talk about sponsor again. This week, the podcast is sponsored by the Kiss Me, I'm Barbara t-shirt. You were asking for it for the better part of a year, probably longer than that, actually. Uh, and it's now real and available at triplejumpshop.com uh, for two weeks only until the 3rd of August. Make sure you buy one. I'm not going to stop reminding you until everybody has bought one. And do bear in mind that when you buy one, you are essentially pre-ordering. So if you order it today, it's not going to arrive next week. 3rd of August is when the deadline cuts off and then everyone will, will start getting their, their orders. And that's how that works. So kiss me, I'm Barbara shirt, triplejumpshop.com. Don't make me a liar. Buy it. Buy it. Thanks. Thanks. Buy it, please. Thanks. Peter. Yes. Happy wedding to Happy you. Happy wedding, Peter. Thank you. Enjoy your Thank honeymoon. You yes. I will. We'll see you very soon-ish. And Ashton, happy birthday to you. Thank you for my happy song. Happy birthday, Ashton. It was really good. You're welcome. I hope you and welcome. the audience enjoys it every single week. Yes. Um, and uh, we will see the rest of you all next. Well, I will see you next week. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.